News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, radical reform is the only viable option for the health system. That is the warning today from the Irish Medical Organisation and their president, Dr John Cannon, joins us. John, good morning to you. What, what do you mean by radical reform? Good morning, Kira. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I suppose radical, um, I suppose, is, is a catchy word, but I, I would say that the reform we need is 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 uh, only reasonable to bring us in line with what would be considered a first world health service like our like our colleagues in Europe. It may be radical, I suppose, from the starting point where we are after a decade of um, underfunding and austerity cuts that have, I suppose, crippled the infrastructure of the health service where we have, you know, less beds than we had 10 years ago. We've, you know, less acute uh, acute beds, less home care beds, less home care packages. Um, so it would be radical from, from Ireland's point of view, but really what we're looking to do is just put Ireland on the footing with our OECD colleagues in terms of safe number of doctors, safe number of beds, and to provide safe and compassionate care. Now that does mean that we do need to make a dramatic change but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be radical and it would be basically just bringing us what we can consider a functioning and safe healthcare service and john i know this is your pre-budget submission and many many different organizations mm-hmm. are making them and that and that's fair but the health budget is just shy of 24 billion this year and I, i'm around long enough writing and talking mm-hmm. about the health service to remember when it was 13 billion and when it was 18 billion i mean how many billions are needed we're, we're hearing that, that there's one to 1.5 billion uh, of a deficit on on that budget on top of it. So, so like, the resources the country has for health are not a bottomless pit. What what, what does health need? Yeah, and I mean, I suppose it's, it's for the government to make promises and to set the budget. It's for, I suppose, our, our role in the IMO is to tell, tell, tell the politicians the power to be what we need as doctors to run this health and a, a less safe and efficient healthcare service, safe for doctors, safe for patients. The absolute number, look, I, I think in, in some respects it's irrelevant. You know, the increasing needs of the population is, is what's key here. And, and like you were saying with your dementia piece there, you can keep, keep pouring money in, but if it doesn't meet the demand for the for, for and, and I fully take on board you know. what you're saying, but it's a little bit like RTE. Yeah. RTE said they don't have enough money, but mm. when you look at RTE, you go, well, you're not very efficient in certain areas. Is that not true of the health service too? Is that not something that needs to be reformed? No, well, I think I think the staff are incredibly efficient. And I think that, you know, there's, there's not much more efficiencies to be mined from the staff. I think the only reason the health service continues to function as well as it does is because that the, the doctors and nurses and the allied healthcare staff and all the staff in the hospital continue to work harder and to do more with less. And that is why the health service has continued to function, hasn't fa- fallen over. So from that point of view, it is very efficient. People work extremely hard. They do, but with respect, you're talking about radical reform. If you're in the private system, you can go in on a, on a Saturday afternoon and get an MRI scan if you choose, or you can go in on a Sunday morning because they use their diagnostics sort of seven days a week. That's efficient. That doesn't exist in the public health service. And that contributes to waiting lists and that contributes to people, you know, suffering for longer before they get sorted out. So so when you talk about radical reform, it you know, with respect, it can't just be we, we need more money and we need more doctors. Do people need to change working practices, for example? Look, there's, there's an entire new model of care being rolled out in Slodgicare. And Slodgicare is an aspirational document. Uh, and a lot of Slodgicare is, is, is excellent. And um, I, I think free and compassionate care at the point of entry is something that all, all nations should, uh, should aspire to. And I want that for Ireland. I think all doctors and nurses, everyone wants that for Ireland, where people can get care when they need it, when they're at the most desperate. Uh, regardless of whatever day of 
of the week it is, you have to be able to staff and resource the hospitals possibly. And simply opening the hospitals on a Saturday or Sunday isn't going to make a difference. You're just going to take the same amount of butter and spread it over more bread. And if you do that, then the services during the week will suffer. So there has to be the requisite services and um, all of the um, all of the all of the different parts that make the hospital run, like you know, obviously radiology and scanning and uh, laboratory and and all of the other services as well. It's not just about the hospital. You know, people get sick in hospital, but at any given time, there's five or six hundred people that are that are well in hospital and they're ready to go home, but they can't leave the yes. hospital because there's no. And home many care of them are waiting there's on no long stay beds. There's no, I was about to say yeah. many of them are waiting on fair deal packages. Yeah. And, and all of that, I mean, you know, it's hand in glove. What happens in the acute system, there has to be the requisite increase in capacity in the community as well so that, that people can go home. And if you want people want to go home at, at the weekend, then, then, you know, all of those services need to be available at the weekend as well. So look, look that, that okay. reform, you know, has to happen. And it's, it's part, of, it's part of, of, of the plans of the government and it's for the government to set okay. out policy. And, you know, doctors and nurses will, will try work on that policy. But at oh, the moment, uh, you know, the, the overspend... Of, of the department is, is the department and it's the government's, uh, it's, it's their issue. All we can say is that we've had a decade of underfunding, you know, beds were taken out of the hospital, right. we're at a hospital system, right. we need about five to 6,000 beds just to get us back up to the space okay. norm and that's Look, what we're asking we, for. We will unfortunately have to leave it there, but thank you for coming on and speaking to us about that pre-budget submission. That is Dr. John Cannon, their president of the IMO. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.